0: Welcome to the Azure podcast, a weekly podcast to keep you up to date on what's new on our cloud platform, Microsoft Azure. Your hosts, Cynthia Crane, Evan Basilic, Suji Demillo, Kendall Rodin, Kel Teeter, and Russell Young discuss a different service or solution on each show with subject matter experts to explain how to get started, how different services work, and how to make decisions in tricky scenarios. You can find out more about our podcast at azpodcast.com, or follow us on Twitter at Azure Podcast.
1: Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Azure
0: Podcast.
1: Um, this episode is number 434. Um, we'll be talking about Azure Traffic Manager with, um, we think, we, we didn't actually go check the actual numbers, but Cynthia and I are pretty sure that uh, Abhishek uh, is going to be tied now for the the you know, the most attendances uh, on the show or most uh, appearances on the show at three. Um, And so we're happy to have Abhishek Tiwari back. Um, I'm joined here by Cynthia um, and we are recording this episode on uh, August 10th. Uh, Cynthia, uh, why don't we get to the news?
0: Sure. There is one update around ACE, which is short for App Service Environment v3. That's very exciting is that now they've GA the support for a custom domain suffix. I believe this is one of the challenges that customers migrating from older versions of ACE were running into that wasn't available in ACE v3 yet. And what this allows you to do is that now you're not restricted by the DNS settings of your ACE environment's default domain suffix. And now you're able to add whatever custom domain you want to use Onto the internal load balancer, so now you can use your own domain suffix to access the apps in your ACE environment. So
1: this would be like if I want to put, you know, Cynthia.com, you know, on my on my app service. At that point, I can do whatever I want. Okay. Uh-huh. Awesome. Um, a couple other ones. Um, the, the the first one is an Azure Active Directory one. I thought this was actually really nice because uh, we've we've released the capability where you can go through, and it's public preview right now. But you go through and remove inactive users right you know your your Azure Active directory is sort of like anything else that develops cruft over time somebody who you know a user you add temporarily and and you know for some project and you forget to remove them later um, you know all that now you can go through and find the ones that are inactive and, and get them removed. Um, and then the other one is um, again it's another preview for Azure dedicated host and in this case you can trigger a restart of the Azure dedicated host in place. So it'll stay on the same, you know, underlying physical Azure infrastructure, but reboot that host. Um, and again, this is nice because <clears throat> like anything else, lots of times, sometimes the quickest and fastest way to mitigate something is to reboot the machine. Um, with dedicated hosts prior to this, you all you could do with a server seal, which moves, you know, it, it redeploys, it moves it to another host. And there's, you know, some additional um, uncertainty that comes with that. So again, this is a nice capability. This has existed for regular VMs for a while. Now you have the ability with um, the dedicated host. Just keep in mind, though, if you do it for a dedicated host, all the VMs that are running inside of this dedicated host—these right, are very a lot a real common scenario for this—is uh, nested virtualization. All the VMs inside will obviously get rebooted if you reboot the the dedicated host. So again, a nice uh, troubleshooting capability. Um, so pretty short on news today, but um, you know, no big deal. Um, you know, I think with that, um, Abhishek. You know, we had you on to talk about uh, front door and Azure DNS in the past um, and we were sort of cleaning up after that show you mentioned man you know traffic manager would be a good topic so here you are back again. what is this first remind us what you do for Microsoft just in case our audience has forgotten um and then second off, what is this traffic manager thing? Sure.
2: So, uh first like you know happy to be back uh you or I this is my uh, the the third session or uh, talk with you folks. Uh, I'm an engineering director, uh, part of Azure. Uh, I'm responsible for managing the Azure DNS, which is again, not a DNS for Azure, but for the entire Microsoft and Azure external customers Uh, uh, and Azure Front Door, which is uh, the CDN and acceleration for the the web apps, providing the protection using WAF and L7 DDoS uh, functionalities. Uh, and traffic manager, and in this uh, episode, uh, I'm here to uh, uh, briefly talk about the Azure Traffic Manager. As the name suggests, even this is this is the the service, pass uh, platform service that allows uh, customers to use uh, to manage their traffic across well distributed uh, endpoints. Uh, and and it, it, the functionality-wise, it offers as a platform uh, to to connect your ad, the, the the endpoints that are. You know, globally distributed. B, uh, let you have different algorithms to run. So basically, uh, in the like Azure front, or do you want to like you know do the performance based, like you no know, where users can connect to endpoint that has like you know the performance. Do you want to do the round robin? Do you want to do the high availability, failover, disaster recovery? So it's it's a platform that like you know doing a massive level of traffic management for very very large. Uh, applications, almost entire Microsoft uh, large applications are uh, customers or have taken explicit dependency on Azure Traffic Managers. You talk about you know, almost every Azure fundamental service boots with uh, Azure Traffic Manager and M365, Exchange, SharePoint, everyone is like, you know, using Traffic Manager in one form or the other. So That makes it like DNS, are direct on service. No pressure.
1: And, yeah. yeah, no pressure there, right? <laughs> no pressure there.
0: So, so when you mentioned that Traffic Manager kind of helps distribute or make sure that performance is high and no matter how customers are accessing the application, does that mean the underlying hosting of the application needs to live in X amount of regions? And do Traffic Manager, like, correspond to, like, I am West US, I'm in East US as well, and then I'm also in the Western Europe. And then is that how, how how does Traffic Manager work with how I distribute my applications as well?
2: Yeah, um, uh, happy to, in, in, in the previous episode, we talked about Azure Front Door. Azure Front Door does the similar thing, but it is where you have to host your application on Azure Front Door, host at least, like you know, the termination of like your domain is on the Azure front door. On the other hand, Traffic Manager is completely, completely agnostic to your application. You you don't have to host anything on the Traffic Manager as part of like you know. You still own the the domain, the naming, and every aspect of your application. Um, it supports all protocols, so like you know, it could be like you know any layer four TCP UDP. Protocol. It could be web protocol as well, Uh, and it does not require your endpoints to be in like you know on a specific. It can be anywhere within Azure regions, and and then a matter of fact, it could be anywhere outside Azure as well, as long as they are like publicly reachable over the internet. So no, uh, you don't have to. to, to like, you know, just for the using the traffic manager, be bound to do something specific in your application, whether it's deployment, hosting, nothing.
1: I, I think that the distinction that I've always heard, and, and see if I've got this right, is that traffic manager at the end of the day is is DNS-based yes. balancing, right? So I, 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 you know, DNS name one goes here. I'm sorry, my DNS name traffic manager says, oh, you're from here, I'm going to send you this location yes. you're from this other source i'm missing you that location but it's all about resolving the ip underneath that i might give a different ip back as a result to that versus front door is um closer to a proxy where i'm going to basically terminate my Absolutely. connections at that point okay so so with the traffic manager do i um you know you said i can use any dns or any name or any protocol does that do i have to you know put a custom domain name in front of Traffic manager, like how do I, how do I? So I have my app in location A and location B. Um, it's IP address one and IP address two. Like, I do I just need to set up these domain names and then configure it in traffic manager? Like, what does that actual configuration look like?
2: So actual configuration would be pretty much like you know you have like say these endpoints. So you tell traffic manager, hey, my application is endpoint one and endpoint two. Uh, and then actual internet, uh, facing domain is being resolved by the traffic manager, which is again part okay. of the Azure DNS infra. So you have an application like, you know, which is contoso.com user will try to reach to contoso.com. It would end up using one of the, the, the traffic manager zone, which would be something like trafficmanager.net. Uh, appended by like something to the end that end user is not even aware of it right it's just the DNS how the the chain resolution works and then traffic manager would decide based on your own configuration that which endpoints you need to go.
1: Okay. And and if my memory is right, traffic manager is actually like it's one of the really, really old Azure services. It's been around for a long, long time to a large degree.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like DNS. It's like, you know, it's, it has been around, but you know, like, you know, it's DNS is just chain, right? Like, you know, yeah. we started with something and then we had this, uh, uh, the ring master based architecture. Now we are going with the, the dual stack DNS plus plus internally. We called with the, uh, two stacks being an active active. Uh, same to like DNS traffic manager existed in form for like you know from for for many many years, but recently we we converged into the upcoming DNS++ platform. So this is uh, the completely new stack. Again, like DNS, it is a dual stack. It runs into stacks uh, uh, which not share anything, and we are the only uh, traffic manager service. Provider in and across the, all all the companies, cloud operators that offer this functionality in dual stack. No one else does uh, that. Right.
1: I, we talked about this with DNS, and 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 you had said that that sort of end users would start seeing the dual stack DNS show up. I think somewhere around the end of this year, maybe right. like it's it's for internal use. But it sounds like traffic manager is using it today. So if I'm an external yeah. customer, I'm actually using right. DNS plus plus. I just Don't realize it yet because I'm not sort of directly
2: doing it. It's that transparent. Like, yes. And the traffic manager uh, zones were one of the first ones to move into the DNS. And uh, this is the zone that are also moving into the active, active before some of the other large ones. Right. move to so yes uh if you are using traffic manager you are already using dns plus so
1: this should this should bring confidence right in the yeah, in the absolutely. chains down the road
2: okay for, for, for quite some time um, okay um yeah i mean like you know it's pretty interesting uh it, it it could start with a simple thing but when you go into the details of the things like you know how such a um, like, you know, the service we, we get, like, you know, um, there are, like, you know, customers who would be deploying their uh, endpoints running into multiple hundreds. So it's like, you know, you are doing wow. that balancing and then management across, like, 500 endpoints. And then it's and it's just the nature of, you know, some of these really, really large Uh, applications for example exchange right they would be having these shardings among like you know millions of users partitions distributed all across azure regions and microsoft data centers. so if you you know multiply these numbers it becomes a a very large matrix okay
0: have you 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 mentioned that a traffic manager can help with any sort of internet accessible services that's hosted, whether inside or outside of Azure, do you see Traffic Manager as a service that customers use early on as part of their like hybrid scenario or as mm, part of their question. migration?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like the way we uh, uh, pitch our DNS is like, you know, it's not like, you know, for the customer that are hosted in Azure, but you can host your record given that we are like, you know, uh, promising 100% SLA. So you could own or configure the your application zone on the DNS. Uh, same with the traffic manager. Uh, you could have like you know the uh, not only just host your zone to the Azure DNS infra, but do the traffic uh, like management of the traffic or routing of the traffic using the traffic manager. And the zone hosting is like you know, especially for the like when you are putting or thinking about the application architecture comes the first one and. So, yes, in a way, that is a step towards, like, you know, when you are looking to modernize or going digital completely or migrating towards the cloud, simplify some of these things. Uh, You'll get, like, added advantages of... Azure DNS, then later on, like integration with other Azure properties. And then if you go like, you know, the combination of the hybrid, which is like, you know, some of the DNS zones like, you know, added into the on premise side and then some of the public ones and then the Azure VNet side, this all this whole strategy could be very well integrated uh, in this combo. And
0: did you just say 100% SLA? Did I hear that (laughs) right?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) That exists?
1: Yes. (laughs) <laughs> wow, I think we I think we say that in general for DNS. Right? Yes, that
2: is yeah. yes, that is in general for DNS. Yeah. This whole purpose of dual stack and not sharing anything in the the those two stacks, including the build-outs other uh, parts for both Azure Traffic Manager and DNS, is our desire to be 100% available in any any sort of um,
1: uh, issues. I just Cynthia said just sort of. I
0: was like, I think I only know the sun is maybe a hundred percent available all the time, but wow.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Um, so it, you know, you talked about using this to sort of span across regions and slices and everything. A lot of times, right, you have an existing application, um, mm-hmm. and I want to then start slicing it and scaling it out, and and you know round robin, customer's order. How do I, how do I layer it into that? If I have an existing, you know, contoso.com app, that's going on on-premises, right. Or to a single Azure deployment, what do I have to do to put traffic manager in front of that? Or, or, you know, should people be doing traffic manager by actually, let me, let me ask the question differently. When should I start using it versus just using my endpoint is sort of maybe where I want to start. Like, should I always have traffic manager there and then, And and just maybe I'm not really routing it to different places and that gives me some flexibility or should I only add it when I'm to the point where I have multiple places I might
2: route traffic. Yeah, I mean, unlike uh, Azure Front Door, you said Azure Front Door, even if you have like, you know, not like in the multiple places to route to your endpoint, just one, but the the fact is it's terminating very close to the user. Mm -hmm. Uh, Azure Front Door would provide benefits of acceleration uh, and also the COX because it's bearing the brunt of all the SSL negotiation Mm -hmm. out there. But on the traffic manager, it, the, <clears throat> the, the value comes only if you have more than the one endpoint to do it. Plus, okay. otherwise, on the DNS resolution side, it's, since it has only one value to return, it will always return that value. Uh, okay. And not much you would get. Um, the, um, but yeah, as soon as you have like you know, more than one, that's where it starts giving you the, the value of uh, uh, availability load balancing and traffic management so my my uh, suggestion and then our documentation says if you have more than one endpoint then you should consider okay so
1: so that sort of leads into then the follow-up question is okay so i have my endpoint you know contoso.com is on you know some app services deployment and and i'm in you know you know west europe and then i want to add a southeast asia Mm -hmm. deployment Mm -hmm. how complicated is it to to layer Traffic Manager in front and get all my domain names moved without downtime? You know, like, is this gonna be something I really need to have significant planning around? Or or at the end of the day, because it's just DNS, is this really just redoing some DNS pointers? And and as that resolves, it ends up working for customers. Like what is, sort of what's the migration path from, from one to to multiple?
2: It, it, yeah, so Traffic Manager, uh, I won't trivialize like it's not a, a major effort to migrate the traffic, man. It's not. You don't need like you know months of work and right, planning and things. Yeah. It's a very simple, straightforward way of doing it. Uh, but at the same time, it's uh, it's uh, something you should just like you know a uh, 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 design and then like you know put the steps carefully because uh, not on the platform that that like you know. Could cause you risk, but you are moving your like the DNS zone, right? Like yep. to to be hosted and then owned by the traffic manager, and uh, the configuration mistake uh, could lead like you know getting your DNS resolution blocked or like you yeah, know then you're nothing. nothing, then you point, have nothing. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and the one part I want to Touch here internally. It's not available for for uh, outside uh, like external customers. But we something a tool called Safe DNS. You must have heard Ivan, right? That Safe DNS is a is a tool with lots of standard DNS practices that customer use when they are managing their zone, so that it tells, hey, if you are managing the zone and then putting into the the DNS Plus Plus system, whether this particular change would work as you expect, it would give you like you know the prefetch rather doing the simulation on it, and 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 helps a lot. So. Uh, that is something. Uh, uh, if you are a large enterprise or, or like you know, moving a, m- a major part of your applications, should consider the best DNS practices and then uh, some of the tooling and protection around it. But the overall effort is the, like not even like you know, 15 minutes of the configuration time to propagate it all across and then. Okay. <laughs> On the so, so it's manager.
1: so it's like so so I mean I think what I heard you say is it's it's sort of like any DNS. Right. Type change with with the right. right planning and sort of the right thinking about it, it really isn't a huge deal. But you, you, if you do it wrong, you there's absolutely huge impact. If if right. you you know if you if you get if somebody mistypes an IP address behind a DNS name, you are down until that propagates out right. to the world. But but with the right planning, this shouldn't be a big deal. Absolutely. Okay.
2: Absolutely. And then we we uh, on our side, once you are on the traffic manager, like any service, uh, uh, we uh, look into the every aspect that it remains resilient to the issues, external issues faced by it. And I want to touch base one of the brain for the traffic manager, or which is like, you know, additional to DNS is we call it a probing plane probing claim is the large distributed claim which like you know thousands and thousands of customers with like hundreds of endpoints. So it's a very large metric. It probes and then like you know keeps an schema of which all endpoints are healthy, which are not healthy, the latency and those parts. And that that uh, information is fed to all the services edges that where traffic managers are running along with the DNS. So that's a distributed plane. Uh, um, that customer confers the frequency of it, like you know, to the endpoint, say how frequently you want to get pro, when do you want to declare unhealthy because you understand your application better. And then you can have a different algorithm out there to do you want to have a performance-based routing where like you know, we have internal map of the internet. Where we deploy these builds daily, that like you know gives the view of the world on the IP base, and this is all part of the CI/CD pipeline, which like takes this these map updates and and, and gets deployed. Um, a proving plane like you know it is well distributed, but one aspect of um, core infra services. If entire probing plane uh, goes down for whatever reason, and then yes, traffic manager would work based on the last set of health it has received. So the serving plane side, it would still function, but some of the key Azure infra, uh, the each uh, serving plane, which we call it data plane, can see, hey, I'm not receiving any update from the probing plane, hence they start doing the probing, which we call it dial tone probing to these essential service. And the reason for that is, if for any reason we need to use traffic manager to revive these essential service probing plane down we are still able to make those changes bring up the infra bring up some other region down and then like reboot it so so it's it's it's, uh like you know the the planning and then design over the years and then maturity of the system with each layer and then fallback protection layers planned out there like dns
1: it's tough when you're such a low level dependency right because you're it sort of becomes a circular thing without some capabilities you can't bring yourself up um you, you said something interesting on the probing um points that I yeah. I wanted to drill into a little bit because I've actually seen customers make this mistake. Um, just like with the load balancer, you when you set up your probes, you probably want to make sure you're probing the right yes. place, right? Yes. Cuz otherwise, it, you know, your probe endpoint may be successful, but your site might be right. might be down. What are, what are right. some of the pitfalls of of setting up my probes or what are some of the best practices maybe on on setting up those probes?
2: so uh it the, the the few things that you want to decide a uh um, depending upon the load and then application uh in general the frequency of the probing plane right like you know, how okay. frequently you want to probe like and then like get probed then the the second aspect on the probing plane is you have to be careful when do you want to declare a uh, a particular endpoint is unhealthy And then reason is like, you know, this is the moment you declare that's where the traffic manager would take the immediate action for the any further new requests coming in and shifting the traffic. Right. So so when you are designing it and then when you are designing it in a way where you declare one of the endpoints unhealthy, you should be aware there would be a traffic shift. Now the Mm -hmm. traffic shift. Uh, in your application part, like you know, you would have may have a very well distributed uh, endpoints, and then uh, things should be fine. It would get distributed again. Uh, if you have used the performance map, it's it's the the routing control where it would go is not on your application hand. It's actually where the users are calling your application, right? So so in that case, if you have a very concentrated set of users coming from a particular geo, and then you decide to declare, for whatever reason, the endpoint, which is supposed to be closest to them, then this massive set of concentrated users would shift uh, the DNS resolution, oh, yeah. which is like, you know, close. Yeah. So that, those are the the aspects when you are doing it. You have to be, uh, uh, like, you know, plan it. it Things majority times works out okay um, uh, unless like you know uh, there are like you know combination of failures happen but these are the things that you should consider um in future uh this is like and you know, this is a public forum this in future we are like you know in like think the the probe that you do should also carry uh some deep insights of your endpoints and i'm not like you know talking it's it, there, this this binary of healthy unhealthy does not give you a gray picture, um, like, which is like, you know, hey, I'm healthy, but like, you know, I'm just about to be my saturation level and then do something, because then if you, if application feels it's a saturation level, the only option it has say, I'm healthy, and then let it cool for a while, and then say healthy again, right, which makes a binary jump. Um, So we are discussing with MSR and other folks, and then have this gray level of Things coming out of the probe insights, and then ability to make these decisions when we're doing the uh, the traffic management and routing. Uh,
1: and so sort of like some soft decisions, like hey, decisions, maybe I want right. to reduce reduce my traffic, but not necessarily not take necessary. it to zero. Right. Okay.
2: Today, to, yeah, today oh, we have like man. an algorithm, like you know the 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 weighted round robin, like you know where you declare mm-hmm. this is I have, and but these are still fixed set sort of or performant yeah. or or like you know failover, disaster recovery sort of setting. But this, there are a lot of gray uh, health that we are unable to find, and that's where we want to like extend.
1: Okay, that I, I think that plays into my 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 last question, which is, it sounds like. Um, you know, if I'm using something like traffic manager where, you know, at T1, my traffic is going here, and at T2, it might be going there because my other traffic, uh, my other endpoint, you know, goes unhealthy for whatever reason, I probably need to make sure that I've got either sufficient scale or auto scale sort right. of going along with this because otherwise, great, this one goes unhealthy, and now this other endpoint's getting 100% of the traffic. If it's not scaled sufficiently, now I go unhealthy over here, and now I'm in right. serious trouble
2: right right, right. And, and and that's where you configure like your weighted round robin or round robin and then like you know change the configuration that's why i said like you know which algorithm you need to choose depending upon like you know your user set and yep. also your the endpoints distribution
1: uh, okay yeah, the only thing worse than failing over to the other region would be the other region going down as well at that point. Okay.
2: Um, it's another advantage of traffic manager in the case, right? Like, you know, for example, DNS Azure Front Door uh, both are AnyCast based uh, services, right? Like, and and it works really best for for these applications. But people who are aware of AnyCast, it's uh, it requires like a deep expertise, and then the the your uh management ancillary services to support because any cost failure is also catastrophic right because right. it's a single ip that you are dealing with and then if if failure happens it can like you know propagates to like by the yep. nature of any cost to the others um traffic manager offers us uh a way where you could get the anycast advantage without doing anycast so you could have all these unicast endpoints but from the world you can just point it to the traffic manager and then let traffic manager decide so um that way because right, it's uh,
1: only returning one it's the the returning the one yeah writer.
2: Okay, and and then you can control it. So it gives you it gives you sometimes like when you are like making a decision what you should choose. Those are the like in also consideration apart from the load balancing and uh, the the management of your endpoints. uh, The parts you could consider.
1: Okay, great. No, this is awesome. I appreciate the 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 overview and the intro to it. Um, any last um. You know, any last thoughts on traffic manager that you want to leave the audience with?
2: I mean, uh, as I said, like in our uh, the next set of investment with the offering coming for the traffic manager would to extend uh, the understanding of health more. Uh, and uh and that's the area we would uh put our investment and focus on. Um uh, like DNS, uh we would be like you know, announcing making like you know the part on the dual stack, which like you don't have to do as a customer, make any changes out there, it would be completely transparent. So
1: I I, I'm seeing episode number four down the road at some point, right? Um, Cool. Well, no, this is great. Abhishek, thank you again for coming on. It's always great to to have you on the show. Cynthia, any last questions or comments?
0: No, this it has been very enlightening for me understanding how it actually works.
1: I'm, I still like the look on her face when, when Abhishek said a hundred percent SLA. At, like that, yeah. that we, we got to make that, we got to have to make that the snap, the still for this episode. <laughs> Thanks y'all. Appreciate you coming back, Abhishek. Uh, thank, thank, you. thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to the show. If you have any thoughts, questions, or just want to connect, find us on Twitter at Azure Podcast. Background music has been taken from ccmixer.org under the Creative Commons license. We hope you'll tune in again soon to keep learning with us.